This episode of the podcast is brought to you by our new system called Die and Dash. It's like Dine and Dash, but you kill yourself to get out of the bill. We didn't have a plan. There was a million of them. So what was a temporary holding zone soon became fenced, became militarized, and before we knew it, it was a slum. Well, the truth is, nobody really knew what this place was. There's a lot of secrets in District 9. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast, the only podcast that really hates prawns. I'm Zach. <laughs> I think that's racist. <laughs> well, in this sense, yes. <laughs> and I'm Frank. And today we are here to do District 9, a very fun sci-fi film that I've only seen once. Um, I'm excited. Well, now twice or now? This well, is well, now first twice. Time. Yeah, okay. I'm excited because like we we talked about it on the last episode where you have like a story about this. Yeah. Uh, but let me let me give the rundown first, and then we'll get into that. So District Nine came out in 2019, or sorry, 2009, directed by Neil Blom Blomkamp. Blomkamp. Uh, I guess it was produced by Peter Jackson. Yeah, I saw that. Which is kind of cool. Um, you have a weird array of people in this. Some there's a lot more people in this that don't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, really, you have Charlotte Copley who plays Vickis Van Meyer. You have David James who plays Kubis, kind of the main character. You have Vanessa Haywood who plays Tanya, Vickis's wife. Uh, you have Louis Menar who plays Piet, who is Tanya's father, who I guess is the real antagonist of the film. And then everybody else doesn't really matter. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's, that's everything. <laughs> and if you don't know what District 9 is, so this is a movie that is essentially, it's violence ensues after an extraterrestrial race forced to live in the slum-like condition on Earth, find a kindred spirit and a government agent exposed to their biotechnology. And that's a very vague... What a... Uh... That's a very vague, like, IMDb kind of one to it. Yeah. Um, but really, like... It's more of like the the like this giant spaceship comes out of nowhere on Earth, and for like what like twenty 30, years, twenty years, um, two nothing, decades, yeah. Like the first couple of years, they go up, they find out that like oh, there's aliens inside. They kind of like were starved and like they didn't know why they were here, and then Earth basically built kind of like internment camps almost. Yeah for them to kind of like live and then it it's really just like them trying to like like the government coming in and trying to move them to a different place yeah um and that's really it but i want to hear the i want to hear the story first because you said that you you walked out of yeah this movie i mean the first time much to it so this movie came out in what 2009 mm-hmm. so i was oh math <laughs> i was 14 mm-hmm. when i saw this film 28 <laughs> and I did not like it. Mm-hmm. I I was it was it was the only it was the only movie I've ever walked out of except for the other one, the uh, fucking the one with Adrian Brody Splice. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was just I I don't remember even making it probably like a half hour. I think it was mm-hmm. just like Vickis walking around and like doing stuff, and I was like, yeah. wow, this is really fucking boring. <laughs> And I just and I was like, man, do you want to get up and leave? And I was mm. with my buddy, and he was like, yeah. He's like, let's just leave. So we we both just walked out, and then that was it. And then I remember like in my head being like, I, I was like, that movie sucks. And mm. like in my in my teenage brain and going into my adult life, I was just like, no, I I don't like District Nine. It's not a good movie. Mm-hmm. But I've never actually fully watched it. And yeah. then and then like f- probably like four years ago, somebody like lent it to me because mm-hmm. they were like, no, I think you should watch District Nine. I don't remember. Maybe it was you. 
or I don't remember who it, it was, it but we, it was been, somebody that we were working with at the time when we worked together. Been, it probably was because like when we were working together too, there was like this regular named Tom who was this like incredibly jacked but also kind of crazy man, and I loved him. Um, shout out if you're out there, Tom. You, you're a great man. You showed me District Nine, um, and he gave me the DVD and been like, "Hey, I bought this. I want you to watch this." Yeah. So somebody recommended it to me and i was like man i didn't like district nine and they were like no 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 i think that you should like rewatch it and like give it another chance so then i rewatched it mm-hmm. and i liked it a lot mm-hmm. and then this is my this is technically my my also my second <laughs> full time really watching it mm-hmm. um and yeah it still was, holds that up was my story yeah i mean there's there's a lot that i actually like while picking apart this film that i was like man this is really cool like one of the biggest things that i i really liked was that documentary like found footage style to this film that's like my only con about this really? movie just because it doesn't make sense to me well it, because it's like very like honestly again this is literally like my only con of the film mm-hmm. i generally i think that this is a really good movie um it doesn't exactly make sense no it's because they're they're filming it the movie opens up and it's filmed like hey this is the aftermath of what happened to Vickis. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, people are talking about, oh, yeah, man, like that was crazy. You know, uh, you know, everything was so good. And then, and then there was that situation that happened, and everyone's like, okay. So, th- and then, and then they're like, you, you, you're seeing him at his desk and he's talking about his, his job and everything. Mm-hmm. And then you're following him and it's like, okay, cool. But then it just, it also turns into a, a regular movie. Yeah. But it's sort of still filmed with like that random camera movement that feels documentary, mm-hmm. and it's just like not fluid. Like yeah. there's no, there's just no. I mean, I like the way that the movie's filmed, mm-hmm. and I and I think that that giving it giving it that random kind of uh, camera movement makes it feel more realistic because it feels more documentary esque. But it also just doesn't exactly make sense no i get it i mean the reason that i liked it though is because like yeah you start out in the beginning of the film where it basically is like this documentary of vicus and then somewhere along the line like right after i think right after like he opens the the cylinder and like the fucking goo shoots out at him um that's where it stopped being like where they're filming everything and it's just like him actually kind of surviving yeah and I liked that because it kind of feels more of like because there is no break in between like oh we're filming to like this is what's going on. It feels like you're always just kind of like following Vicus. You're always right. just like right there with him. Yeah. Um. And I like that aspect because it makes it feel a little bit more like you're in the film with him. Right. Yeah. It just ma- it makes it feel more realistic. Which again, I like the way that the movie's filmed. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of strange that it's because even like the point of when it's like. 72 hours after exposure Mm -hmm. like that feels so documentary and it just doesn't exactly make (laughs) sense but like it's such like a small thing it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. the only thing that i i kind of am disappointed about is neil blomkamp because Mm -hmm. literally every other film that i've seen by him after this movie has just not been good no like chappie was okay i did not like chappie it was okay chappie was like feeling like it was like hey i'm trying to recapture that oh, lightning yeah. in the bottle of district nine it feels a lot like district yeah it nine. feels yeah. like it's and it just does not land really for me at all no like i get it like he really hasn't made like anything as good as district nine yeah which is kind of unfortunate um because i did not like elysium really Mm-mm. um district nine was again no. demonic was his most recent film which was pretty whack unfortunately <laughs> but like you can kind of tell that 
the pandemic had a lot to do yeah. with it. Um, he has District 10 coming out. Oh. So. Eh. I don't and, know if I need, like, a sequel to this, though. I don't know. Like, yeah, that's kind of, like, how I feel is, like, I mean, they mentioned at the end of the film, like, District 10. Yeah. In the movie of, like, kind of, like, hey, like, this is what's going on with the, um, mm-hmm. with the prawns. But, uh, I don't know. I just, it's so weird to come out so strong. Mm-hmm. And then just fizzle out. Yeah, like so bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I like, I just, I don't know. It just doesn't, he, he just hasn't made anything for me. I mean, there's, there may be those people out there that really like his shit, but like for me, he just hasn't been able to like keep the momentum going. No, I know. I get it. Because like when this came out, I was like, at that point I was like, oh man, like I got to watch out for this guy. Like he's going to make some fun stuff. And then, like, of course, Chappie came out, and I was like, eh. And then Elysium came out, and I was like, okay, not anymore. I'm done with him. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's yeah. off my he's off my bucket list yeah. now. Um, but there is, like, a lot of fun, like, in this film. Like, I think... Well, I wouldn't say fun. <laughs> well, no. Like, this, this is, like, a very creative way to talk about, like, immigration. Yeah. And I really like that idea where it's, like, you bring the sci-fi element to it with the prawns. Now, this movie came out in 2009... Obviously, there's been CGI that's done better at this point. I don't think the CGI is that bad, though. Like, I think no. the CG... Like, there are points. Oh, yeah. Like, no, there's the, definitely, like, something where you're like, like uh. the, the last, like, 15 minutes when you have, like, you know, Vickis in, like, the giant, like, prawn robot and, like, he's getting shot at constantly and he gets out of it and then you have, like, Kubis who is like, oh, I'm gonna, keep, I'm gonna put a bullet in you. Yeah. And then, like, all the prawns show up. I'm like, wow, that looks really jank. Like, that looks like... <laughs> like sci-fi channel-esque movie yeah um but everything else like when you get close-ups of the actual ship and when you get like close-ups of the prawns themselves like what is his name like charles johnson yeah Yeah. i was like man like this actually looks pretty decent for 2009 and i'm sure like when it came out in 2009 we were all kind of like blown away of like oh wow look at how good this looks yeah it's cool there there is like a a mix of practical effects with the cgi Mm -hmm. i always prefer practical obviously but I understand why they didn't do practical. It's mm-hmm. just it's just so much. Yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, th- there's obviously like noticeable CGI. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Kubis. Yeah. Is like an un like just a an I don't know an unnecessary. It's not that he's unnecessary. It's just it kind of feels like him being the antagonist. Mm-hmm. Is kind of like thrown on him, yeah. Like, like where it's like he's kind of forced yeah. to be like the guy to go search for. Yeah, Vickis. exactly. And then this is like, oh, he's also like a scumbag, I guess. Kinda. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I, I didn't say, really love that. I would say Piet is more of the antagonist, but like, right. He really but doesn't play a role in the movie. Yeah, he doesn't play a role either. He literally is just there to tell his daughter, like, oh, you know, Vickis, like he he was lying to you. He fucked one of the prawns, <laughs> and now he's got like an alien arm. So, yeah. but like, that's it. Yeah, that, like he controls like. You know, Kubis's men to go and like find Vickis and like bring him back. Right. But that's it. Yeah. Um, I liked that there was like a layer to like, what was it? Like MNU? I forget. Like the the company. Yeah. Um, I like the idea that like there is like these layers to it where it's like they're only showing you surface level of like, oh, we're trying to help the prawns and we're building like this new like area for them. And then you get like a couple Deeper into yeah, levels. <laughs> and it's like they're experimenting on them yeah. and like they're testing like their weapons out. And they're actually, like, dissecting them. Yeah. And I'm like, that's really cool. Like, this brings an element of, like, realism to the film. Yeah. It's it's also really fucking heartbreaking. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Like, especially when Vic is actually, like, his arm is starting to form as, like, the prawn hand. And they're forcing him to shoot the guns. And, like, they do, like, a pig. And they do, like, hay and everything like that. And then they bring out, like, a live prawn. 
and he's like, no, I don't want to shoot him. And they're like tasing him yeah, for it. Yeah. It's like, my God, like that's dark. Yeah. Like that's really and, like, dark. The prom just looks so scary. Yeah. It's just so sad. <laughs> <laughs> it is really, really sad. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, that's honestly, I think like one of my favorite scenes in the whole film. Oh, absolutely. Uh, is the transformation. Like the transformation for Vickus is really, I, I wish it went further. Yeah, like you got to see like a little bit I, more. Happen. I want like I wanted like his leg to start going, yeah. and like he's kind of got like this half like one leg as a prawn, leg, one mm-hmm. leg as a human leg because he had like the one arm. Yeah, because after you know you kind of get like thirty six hours, mm-hmm. whatever sixty two hours, and like I think the last one is like seventy something hours yeah. after exposure, and. By the end of the film, really, the only thing that has changed is his eye mm-hmm. after the arm. I mean, it, start, is... it starts working up to his back, and then it goes to his eye. Mm-hmm. But I wish I, w- I wanted more, like, just, just body horror yeah. stuff. Like, I wanted, like, half of his head to be, like, kind of, like, getting all fucked up. And, mm-hmm. you know, the one eye is all fucked up. And maybe his teeth, whatever. Because, like, yeah. they kind of mentioned, like, oh, his teeth are starting to fall out. And he pulls a couple out. But, like, it's nothing else right. where it's, like, like even if you got, like, one of the little, like, like tooth tendrils that the yeah. prawn has. Like, that yeah. would be cool, like, poking out. Right. But it doesn't happen. So, mm-hmm. really, the only, while the transformation is good, the only thing that you're getting is, like, his arm, really. Yeah. It's a little disappointing. I know. I wish that we went a little bit further. And you kind of got to think, too, that, like, this film... Like, Neil probably took some inspiration from The Fly. Like that, could, I was thinking of The Fly this whole movie. Yeah, like, literally, like, both bugs, both yeah. transformations. Like, I thought that was just, like, a really cool kind of... Like, if so, I don't know if he actually, like, took inspiration from it. But, right. like, it would make sense, and it's cool kind of, like, homage to it of, like, the slow transformation, the slow build into this bug creature. Yeah. Yeah, um, but the world is really good. The yeah. world building in this film is mm-hmm. really good. They really, and that's the thing is, a fourteen-year-old Frank did not appreciate world <laughs> building. Twenty-six-year-old Frank does. Yeah, and the world building, like the idea of having him of like going around and going into the slums mm-hmm. and going into the little houses and showcasing everything and talking about things, is a really smart way of building the world while also sort of making you kind of care about the lead character because he's like he's he's portrayed as like like everybody around him is like oh he's kind of like a doofus Mm -hmm. and he's kind of like i don't know i don't buy it that he's like an idiot no like he's kind of like a lovable idiot at points (laughs) where it's like you like everybody around him like is really like they love him they think he's a great guy like you can see that in the beginning when like he set out to do this mission yeah and like he's talking to everybody and like everybody's like super on board with him except for kubis right but yeah i don't know i didn't think of him as like an idiot no but and that's the thing but they kind of like play it off especially like uh his wife's dad Mm -hmm. like He's like, oh, you know, he never was a strong guy. Yeah. And, like, you know, he's just kind of, like, talking shit about him. And mm-hmm. there's, like, kind of just this... There's, like, certain people in this film that just kind of think lesser of him. Mm-hmm. And there's kind of, like, that weird side comment of, like, oh, he only got this promotion because he's married to the boss of the company. Yeah. Well, he's not married to the boss <laughs> of the company. He's married to the, wa- the daughter yes. of the boss of the company. But that would be funny, too. Uh, yeah. Um I and, need to go kill then, my husband. But then he's like, no, not at all. Like, that's not the case. But, like, mm-hmm. obviously it does seem like it is. Yeah. Um. So it is kind of... But it's, it, it's good world building, right? I mean, man, like, the, the dirt, like, the mm-hmm. grime. You This place feels so lived in. Yeah. The idea of having the prawns being in their community and then within that community is, like, 
arms dealers mm-hmm. and they have their own language that they're speaking and then and and then there's like the the guys who sell the meat to the prawns yes. like the the world is really really fleshed out and you and it feels so real yes and i i like that too cuz it's like like you said you get a lot of like the slums of johannesburg and then like you also get that modern style where it's like the city and like where Vickis lives. And it's like, you see the contrast to each other. Yeah. Like you actually get to see like, you know, this, this is basically like just a town and you get to see like a lot of different parts of it. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's definitely interesting to see. And I'm, I mean, I, don't, I am sort of interested to see district 10 mm-hmm. just to like, see, is it, I guess like if anything, just to get like the closure, does Vickis get turned back into a human? Right. But, like, Maybe because you're kind of left off, like, did, what's his name, Charles, the other alien? Yeah. Like, did he come back? No, but, I mean, I like or that. like, how long has it been since mm-hmm. now that he's transformed? Yeah, because I like that. Like, I like the ending of this film because it's, like, kind of that ambiguous ending. Because you get where, in the beginning, like, Tanya says, like, oh, you know, like, he used to, like, not have a lot of money, so he'd make me things and yeah. like, make, like, this jewelry box and everything like that. And then she's like, oh, like, on my doorstep was, like, this trash flower basically like it was, it was made of trash <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like it was like oh like that's a sign that he's alive and then you get like that small little shot of like him, him. as the prawn yeah. like making another one yeah and it's like that's cool like i like that ending because it shows that like you know he did fully go prawn and like he he's stuck here now yeah. in the slums it's also cool though because he still has his humanity yeah like he still had like i i wonder too because like you gotta think he now speaks as a prawn right but he probably understands everything that's still going on as a human right well I mean, charles it, understands english well yeah and that's like the one but the, the, the thing is right they've been there for 20 years yeah so they've had time to like right. learn their language yeah. i don't know it, it there was a weird like disconnect in the beginning because it didn't like establish that they knew each other's languages yeah but again it's 20 years so like you yeah. have you have fucking time you have people that like Vickis that are specialists who will learn the language to talk to them. Yeah, exactly. But he doesn't really learn the language. He still speaks English. Yeah, it's not but like understands he's, yeah, him. he's not like talking their language to them. He's yeah. speaking in English and then they're talking their language and he's just understanding and then you're just getting subtitles. Which yeah. Is kind of funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um but it works. It's fine with me. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so that's just like a little side thing though. But yeah, I, I don't I, I didn't I don't know. I think that it's I like the idea of of them being there for twenty years mm-hmm. and th- then that ship just hovering, yeah, and being stationary because it's just broken down. Mm-hmm. It's a very cool shot too. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a great shot. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's fucking massive. Like, it's, it's the, the shot. Si- it's the size of the city. Yeah. So it's like you know it's massive, and then when it turns back on and it blows out all the windows, yeah, it's literally just from it turning on. So right. it's like that's really cool. Yeah, and that's a really cool idea to have where it's like it's easy to show how long it's been there yeah what about the um because man once this movie gets going Mm -hmm. it doesn't stop it does it it feels like like good time or Mm -hmm. like uncut gems like it's just going yeah and you're just like wow this is fucking like (laughs) like intense well yeah because especially too when like charles and vickis decide like hey we're gonna break back man that's so good i know like it's very fun because like him figuring out the weapon well it's cool because right because it's like oh he's a human so the humans can't use their weapons because Mm -hmm. they don't have the genetics or whatever yeah so he's in this in-between place of of having like you know of having their alien genetics so that means that he can use their weapons Mm -hmm. and like 
I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool of like the electric, uh, oh, yeah. the electricity bolt that shoots out of the gun and then mm-hmm. it kind of just finds the human mm-hmm. and then just blows him up. Yeah. There was a lot of like body explosions oh, yeah, 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 in this yeah. film, which I was, I, I'm there for it. I, exactly. Like I was like, wow, this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> like even like the sound gun when he goes to like the, yeah. the smuggler, like what was his name? It was like Obusanga, something like that. Yeah. Um, That's just obsessed with eating the prawns. Yeah. That was weird, right? Because yeah. well, he's like, I want to turn into one. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe so he can get legs. It's weird. Oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. He just seems like, I want to be powerful. That was like a weird side story that, mm-hmm. but it, it does, it, it does work because once you get to the scene where he sends out his men mm-hmm. to go get Vickis. Yeah. Meanwhile, Vickis ha- is in custody with the whatever. The, I don't even know what they are. They're just, they're just the military, it's I guess. Good. It's like government they're agents, militia, basically. Yeah. And then you have like just the the slum the like the arms dealer militia coming out and then you have like the actual government agents there mm-hmm. and that firefight is great that's so oh yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's a, it's it's a really lot of good. fun yeah i like i do i wish that like you know the idea of having the the kind of random camera movement i think is a little bit of a hindrance for the action because yeah. it, it gets kind of shaky and there's a lot of cuts and you're just like kind of it, it's a little confusing as to what exactly is going on. I kind of wish there was a, like more long takes and just more of like, hey, let's stay back and just mm-hmm. so you guys can kind of see. But that's just like kind of generally how I always feel about action. Yeah, like, I, mean, I, I always want to like be able to know what's going on. You I, know? Mean, I, I totally get that because there was like a point during like the firefight. Where it's like it's almost like they attached a camera to the end of the gun, but yeah. showed it at the face of like Vickis and the right. soldiers. So yeah. it's like this weird POV shot, but like I don't want that. Like I want <laughs> I want to see you guys shooting the gun. I don't want to see like what your face looks like <laughs> shooting the gun. Yeah. So, <laughs> just grunting and making like weird faces. Like I don't need yeah. that. Yeah, I agree. I wonder what that would look like if you took the sound away. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> just grunting, shooting. Yeah. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, the fucking themes in this movie, though, man. I mean, there's a lot. There is. I like, I, I took a lot away, too. Like, obviously, well, you go ahead. You you start oh, things off. I'll, 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 I'll give you the bread and butter of this episode. All right, so... Um, obviously like the immigration one, but oh, I think, yeah. I think that that one is like just so present. Yeah. Like it's mm-hmm. just like handed to you that it, I don't feel like it's necessary to like even, you know, mention because of just how spoon fed that one is to yeah. you. One thing that I did kind of get away, um, of, or the one thing that I did take away from the film that I don't know if this even crossed your mind mm-hmm. or, or what, but. I took away that one of the themes is how quickly and how um, easily somebody can become homeless and like mm-hmm. a homeless problem. Mm-hmm. So the idea that like Vickis, you know, literally a day ago. Yeah. Had a house. Was wife. a wife and a house and a kid. And then the next day he's sleeping underneath cardboard on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and the idea of like, listen, I've been like kind of sort of keeping track of like what's going on in the world with like the homeless problem in New York and in mm-hmm. LA. And, oh, it's shit. And it's terrible. And there's this guy on YouTube that goes around and he like showcases homeless people and he like literally will ask them like, how did you get to this point? Mm-hmm. And I mean, there was literally a guy who, who was like a millionaire who he used to be a millionaire, had boats, had, had two homes and everything. And he, and he was talking about the steps in which he now is a homeless man and like Mm. how he got to that point. Hmm. And I thought that this film sort of was highlighting 
just how quickly somebody whose life is, you know, quote unquote normal can spiral out of control so quickly. And mm-hmm. then they end up in the streets and then become drug addicts or whatever. Right. Because I mean, Vickis is literally standing in his food lines, yeah. which is similar to like, you know, homeless people standing in whatever, like a, a, a exactly like a food line. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and, and, you know, like him getting him getting the cat food and like he's literally acting like it's like a drug and yeah. he's like you know you know he's fucking like fiending for it mm-hmm. and then and then he like ends up throwing it up and it looks like good cat food it, it, yeah <laughs> it looks like good cat food um so just the idea and the concept of like becoming a homeless right cuz like even the like when he's calling his wife mm-hmm. right it's like she's there she's like saying i wish you could come home and he's like don't worry i'm going to fix this and i'm going to come home and then he never fixes it. Yeah. So it's kind of like, hey, like that's that literally happens to some mm-hmm. people. Like the idea of like somebody becoming homeless is so quick because there was this one guy who was talking about the homeless problem in in um in California, and he was talking about how sometimes people literally become homeless by accident, mm-hmm. like. They go out to the to like where you know where all of the homeless people are in this one area of the city to buy drugs. Mm-hmm. So they're not they're not homeless, but they are a drug addict. They go they buy drugs and they literally can't wait to get their drugs or to like get high. So they get they purchase the drugs and then do the drugs right there and then just stay there and then just literally never leave because mm-hmm. they they just become a drug addict and then you know literally yeah they literally just stay there mm-hmm. and that. It's like, it's just crazy to me, like how that can happen. Mm-hmm. And I thought that this movie was like kind of metaphorically talking about a homelessness problem and how how somebody who you think is like a, a regular, like you know, white collar, blue collar worker can just end up in that situation and how fast it can happen mm-hmm. and how when that happens a lot of times they don't get any support. Yeah. And they don't get a way to really like change back, so to speak. Right. Mm -hmm. So that was like the big one that I took away that I was like, I don't, I could be grasping at struggles. Listen, at the end of the day, the themes and whatnot of, of a film obviously are intentional, but Mm -hmm. also you can take away a move, like take away something from a film that the filmmaker was not thinking of at all. And it could just be personal to you. But that was something that I don't know. Again, I don't know if that even crossed your mind. But while I was watching it, that was something that I took away from it. I mean, I kind of like tiptoed around it, but like I didn't get that full thing. I mean, kind of similar. Like it, it goes along with it. Like something that I got to was like losing your identity. Um, but I mean, a big one that I took away too. that, I, again, I don't know if you got this one was the way that media can be warped. Yeah. Um, and that's literally with like showcasing like, you know, Vickis like fucks the prawn. And, right. Like, yeah. This is why this is happening. Yeah. And like they literally make him out to be like enemy number one. Like, right. He is kind of like almost a terrorist at this point. Yeah. And literally because he is deforming and turning into a prawn and like they're trying to warp it. So in that way, to not scare the 99%. Right. And that's literally how some things happen in the world. Like, you know, how many times do you fucking see something on the news? And then, like, a couple of days later, somebody's like, oh, no, I had, like, a camera. And this is, like, actually what happened. And here's, like, actual footage. Yeah. And it's stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, and it's it's sad because the 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 clarification story never gets as much attention oh, no. as no. the first story, which is shitty. It's always whatever was, like, the biggest thing first. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, and you got to think, like, you know, 
Vic has probably never cleared up his name. Like, he is right. just known as, like, this terrorist who fucked the prawn and, like, is starting to change. And, like, the government is after him because now he has mixed DNA. Right. But meanwhile, they talked about in the film, like, you know, there are, there's, like, interspecies, like, prostitution. Yeah. So it's, like, it's happening anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that was, like, a big one that I took away, too. And then, again, it kind of goes with it, too, of, like, how easily people and like environments can change on you right um and that's again just from like him literally starting to change and how everybody turns against him yeah one one other thing that i took away uh was the idea of like medical science going too far Mm -hmm. so you know the like when when they get to the point where they break in there and they see like what's going on it 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 reminded me of like the stories that you would hear of like Nazi Germany mm-hmm. of the doctors working on like twins and, mm-hmm. you know, doing all of these crazy, just yeah. horrible trying things. to make super soldiers. Right. And, and well, that and also just like torturing people and mm-hmm. just like being like, hey, you know, if if these two twins, if I pluck out his eye, like, does he feel it or mm-hmm. shit like that? Or like trying to conjoin twins together and stuff like that, like the idea of taking something that's pretty innocent like their their fucking vehicle literally just broke down yeah like that's what happened like they were they were they did not mean like their their intention was not to stop here like mm-hmm. they they had a, a technical issue that 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 and their ship broke down and now we are just operating on them and using them and we're not like you know the the medical science community and and all of that are they're not being viewed as individuals and or mm-hmm. as people or as whatever you want to call them they're they're being viewed as objects for science yeah and and obviously like there needs to be some of that in the world because we need you know to, you know in order to advance and and whatnot but obviously like we have practices that mm-hmm. are, that need to be followed and you know, you you know, generally speaking, those practices need to be followed, and they do, and they normally are, mm-hmm. uh, unless but, behind closed doors, right? But which we don't situation. know, yeah, exactly. But, but that's what this is. This mm-hmm. is that behind. This is that closed door, mm-hmm. and the government is just doing like shady shit, and and it's just it's heartbreaking to like see these bodies like hung up, because I think that the, I think it was kind of a smart decision to make them look like humans yeah like they, they are very human they're not they're not like so like they they have two legs they have mm-hmm. two arms they have a torso they stand upright they have a head they they communicate with one another mm-hmm. they have eyes that you can see so like they look very human ish yeah so like i think that was a smart decision because like when you're seeing that one prawn get brought in and then get shot by mm-hmm. vicus because he you know they stun his arm or you see the bodies hanging up on the chains it's like it looks so human mm-hmm even the idea, too, of, like, having the kids is, like, you bring a whole other right. element where it's, like, you know, they reproduce, they have children, they have a life cycle of them growing up. Yeah. And it's, like, again, it's just, like you said, a smart way to kind of mimic humanity with aliens. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just kind of, one of the last thing that I took away was just, like, medical science going, like, way too far mm-hmm. and just shady shit like that yeah because <laughs> they're just fucking trying to live their lives mm-hmm. uh, they're literally just trying to get home yeah that's like, like what for fuck's whole... sake like when you first see them the 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 news literally talks about like you know oh we were expecting like first contact and like a higher education and like 
you know, like ways to advance our medical systems. Yeah. And it's literally just them like stuck and starving because yeah. they ran out of food. Right. I mean, it, it really shows how a community can turn into like a ghetto, mm-hmm. you know, and how it can just turn into the place that your parents say, don't go there at night. It's, it's good. It's again, that's like, that's a testament to like the world building. Yeah. Uh, and it just sucks that Neil Blomkamp hasn't been able to like do it again, uh, man. I mean, and and then too, like now you got to worry about District Ten. Like, how is he going to yeah. make this one, and is he going to fuck this up? Yeah. Because again, I think this film holds its own as a single film. Like, I don't think we need anything else to it. Yeah. I think it was fun at the end where it's like you know if you have any information or anything like that, like you can visit like www.district10.com, like something like that. Like, yeah. That's fun because it adds like another layer of like you know. We're not getting anything else. Like this is it, but like here's a little, little something to kind of again make it feel real. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what he does. <laughs> I mean, it, so far at least for this, eight and a half cat foods out of ten. Yeah, yeah. I was feeling like an eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked it a lot. I liked this movie a lot, and I'm glad that I, I'm glad that I didn't just give up on it the first time because I think that this is a good movie to show people. Yeah. You know, if nothing else, like it has like something to say. Like it has multiple prominent themes that have something to say about the society that we live in. Yeah. And, uh, and it's also just like a very well paced movie that is also, you know, it's got like, it's kind of got a little bit of everything in it. Mm -hmm. It's got like the heartfeltness. It's got the action adventure, uh, and it's got the themes. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I liked it a lot and I'm glad that we did it. Yeah. Thank you. I forgot about this movie. Mm Hmm. This is like, it's like kind of a weird thing. Like I always forget about this movie. (laughs) It's just, it's one of those ones where it's like, you know, it was around a little bit in the theaters, and then for a, the longest time, it ended up in, like, the fucking $2 bin at Walmart in, like, the big clump <laughs> of movies. Yeah. But, like, you see it, and then you're like, wow, this is a really good movie. Like, yeah. this isn't just a straight-to-DVD film. No. Like, this is something. Yeah. Zach, you have a recommendation? I do. I have a music recommendation for the first time Boo. in months. Oh, fuck off. Oh. You have multiple. Boo. So, you're not going to like this one, I don't think. Um, Boo. I feel like it's somewhat well-deserved, though. Let me clarify first by saying the stuff beforehand did not like. I didn't think it was anything really breathtaking or original or anything like that. But I will say Machine Gun Kelly's Oh god. <laughs> oh Machine god. Gun Kelly's transformation no, to the pop punk from rap oh to pop god. punk. I do not recommend it. I know you don't recommend this, but you know what though? Here's the weird thing. You're you're kind of in the minority about this. Like, there's a lot of people that really enjoy this. I know. And it's weird because I was on the same boat as you. Like, I was like, man, you know what? It's Machine Gun Kelly. What the fuck has he done? Like, it's he's just the tattooed rap guy. And I'm not going to say, like, his music is perfect as pop punk. Because um, there is, like, this weird thing with pop punk where it's, like, you know, a lot of the, the sound is kind of, like, you know, angsty, rebellious teenager, like, going against your parents and society, stuff like that. And I do feel like his version is kind of like him mimicking it a little bit. But at the same time, too, it's it's full on pop punk. Like you can you can feel that like he has the passion for this. And his first album doing so of Ticket to My Downfall, like it was actually a pretty good pop punk album. Like I really enjoyed it especially now with me trying to get a little bit more back into, like, this style of music. And, you know, with his newest one of, like, 
I don't remember. It was like millennial sellout or something like that. Um, I, I listened to part. <laughs> How of can it. you be recommending somebody and be like, I don't even know what their last album? Well, I'm was. really <laughs> recommending tickets to the downfall. Like that that album was great. Like come a couple of the songs that I really enjoyed on there were like Jawbreaker and Body Bag, and then Concert of Aliens. But that's like his main one of like you know this is the pop punk song. But I mean, he's doing something different and it's showing because like his newest album got like I think it was like in the top 10 or top five albums released um and it's been a decade or so since you got pop punk in that area like pop punk does not get like top one or top two like records to come out yeah and somehow machine gun kelly did it i know Avril levine just dropped a new album did she really <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's like kind of in the same vein mm. i don't know i didn't listen to it i don't know it's something it's something weird man it's it's something to be said that like you know Pop Punk's making a revival, and and Machine Gun and Kelly, Machine is, the Gun Kelly conductor. is fucking <laughs> waving the flag, leading it on, and it's I don't know what it is, man, but like you know what, it's not a bad album. Oh. I really enjoyed it, and I've talked to people that like also agree. Yeah, they all have bad taste in music. Okay, yeah. well, <laughs> well, Frank, what are we doing next then? I'm sorry, that's not nice. If you if you guys like it, then then mm. you should like it, except for Zach. No, yeah, I've. This is only gonna be. <laughs> Zach is no longer gonna be part of part of the yeah, podcast. It's just again, it's just <laughs> you. Going. Uh, um. Okay, so what are we doing next episode? Yeah, that what are is we the doing? Question. Mm-hmm. Um. The that the answer to that question is I wanted to do a part two because mm-hmm. I enjoyed part one so much, of camera movements. Okay. Some some great camera movements in film. Um. I had a really good time with that with the doing it the first time mm-hmm. that I wanted to revive it again and do it again because there's obviously so many movies that have so many camera movements so this can be kind of like an ongoing thing mm-hmm. um, it was one of my favorite episodes that we did so I want to do that so Zach Machine Gun Kelly mm-hmm. take us out alright guys thanks for listening now Frank I will come back for you <laughs> <laughs>